Hi guys, this is Fiona from IELTS Exam Training Courses and Members Academy. This week I promised to do another reading about ants, um, the one about ant intelligence, but I had a look through and I thought I haven't done any listening for a while and that's what I plan to do today. So I'll do the ant one later. Um, also, I thought I haven't dealt with uh, passage three um, listening for some time and I've been doing a lot of these recently and noticed a few things that I think could be useful. And basically it centers around um, signaling or signposts. Um, some course books call it signposts. I tend to call it signals. But basically it's when the language of the speaker tells you when the answer is coming. Um, when the answer is coming next. So you can get used to these kind of signals and know when to expect the answer. Really, the more you do of these, and I've done hundreds of them several times, you'll just see there's such a fixed structure and pattern to them. It's not random in any way. It's very, very carefully planned. And the more you do of these, the more you can recognise that structure. And that will really, really help you anticipate the answers. I mean, lots of people say for the listening, you should look at the gaps. This one is gap fill, by the way, um, and predict the answer. That's great, but you can't rely on that. It's just a guess at the end of the day. It's one strategy to guess maybe the type of word. Um, there are certain listenings where you kind of can guess it from collocation. But, you know, after all, at, at the end of the day, the answer will be what it is in the real text not what you guessed so you have to get used to finding the answer listening for it listening for signals signposts and also the synonyms which I've talked about before so although there's a mixture of that in today's podcast I'm going to focus only on the signposts so, as I mentioned, it's a section three and you are allowed three words, which is quite a lot for a gap fill, uh, less common, three words and or a number. Um, you're completing a table and, sorry, I've got somebody walking past swearing. So, you're completing a table and... Um, table is all about a tutor talking to a student as always so it's, it's some kind of academic discussion either it's two students or it's a student and a tutor um, and that's what we've got today so whenever it's a student and tutor the tutor will be giving very specific advice so all of that language is a language of you know, you should, oh, I think it would be a good idea if you blah, blah, blah. So, you know, getting used to that language of advice, even the tone of voice that, hmm, I'm not sure that's a good idea. Maybe it would be better to blah, blah, blah. And all of this, of course, is preparing you for real life when you will go to university and somebody will be giving you advice on your dissertation. So here we have a table divided into two halves. 
so there are two sections and a pause between the sections. So let's focus on the first half and the first table. Okay, the first table is about targets. So the, the column is what targets they agreed. Then the second column is how much work has been completed on each target. And then the third column is further action, further suggestions. So the first target, you can see there are three targets. And the first one is done for you. It says the, the student, Sandy, should investigate suitable data analysis software. So that is your starting point. And indeed, the tutor starts by saying, Hello, Sandy, how have you been getting on with your dissertation? Sandy says, fine, I've been working hard on the various action points we agreed on our last tutorial. Tutor says, do you want to talk me through what you've done? Sandy says, yeah, sure. Well, we agreed on three main targets for me to aim for. So Sandy there has told us that she's going to list those targets. And she says the first one was to find out about suitable data analysis software. So that's already in the table that's done for us. Now, the question is, how much of this work has she completed? And we've got two gaps. The first one says read IT something. So we obviously can guess that it's something that you read. Could be books, magazines, articles. Oh, and it's actually read. Ah, spelling is the same. Okay, that's fine. You'll hear that in the text. So it's past tense, read IT something. And then second thing she's done is she's spoken to Jane Prince, head of the something. So we're listening for a name, Jane Prince, and what is she head of? So you can imagine she's a head of a department or something to do with university. So let's look for the signals for what she has read. She says, yes. What I decided to do was to look through catalogues specialising in IT. So notice how this is written. She says, and what I decided to do was. Now this is a perfect example of emphasis. I talk about it in your academic writing. It's a kind of complex sentence. It um, just makes your point stronger. Um, so here it, it, it helps introduce the topic. What I decided to do was to look through catalogues. And that's your answer. To look through catalogues. Okay, it's less common than magazines or books or articles. Why have they chosen it? Well, because of the spelling, really difficult spelling. Catalogue, C-A-T-A-L-O-G-U-E-S. And notice it's plural. Now, the other thing to note here is she says to look through the catalogues specialising in IT. So notice how that has come back to front. 
So in the text, in the questions, it said read IT something. And here it says catalogues specializing in IT. Sorry, there are planes here now. I'm going to stop and go inside. Hang on. Okay, sorry, that was a really bad idea sitting outside. Talk about noise pollution. Planes, people swearing, and then dog walkers. So where were we? Right, let's move on to question 22. So we're looking for um, who is Jane Prince? Um, so she says, this in itself is a signal. She says, I also thought it would be worthwhile talking to a lecturer. Oh, right. Who did you see? Notice, notice all of these questions leading to the answer. Sandy says, Jane Prince. Do you know her? She's in the computer centre. You know, when you read the tape script, I know it's difficult when you're listening and you don't have the tape script, but it's all planned to lead you to that answer. So she says, oh, who did you see? Jane Prince. So that signals Jane Prince. Do you know her? She's in the computer centre. And the computer centre is the answer. Notice how many of these often come at the end of the phrase also. Um, I'm sure there's a grammatical term for that, noun emphasis or something, I've forgotten. But it's all leading you to the end of the sentence where the important information is located. Okay, so the text then says, oh yes, she's the new head. That just confirms, yes, Jane Prince is head of the computer centre. So we've looked at the target and the work completed and then they give you further action suggested. Um, but now we're waiting for a signal um, which tells us the next target. And Sandy says, of course, the second target was, and again, you know, that emphasis, the second target was to draw up a survey checklist and look at the gap it says prepare a something for survey prepare a something for survey and in the listening it says the second target was to draw up which means prepare a survey checklist checklist is one word and that is the answer so you go to the next column, work completed, and she says yes, completed, and sent it for review. And in the text it says, yes, you emailed me it last week. I think it's good on the right lines. I'd say your first two sections are spot on. I wouldn't suggest that you change anything there, but... And here comes the but, here comes the further action suggested. So, but in section three, you really do need to, and that's all emphasis, you really do need. They could just say you need to. Here, you really do need to have questions 
on teaching experience. And in the gap it says, add questions in section 3 on, and that's the answer. The answer is teaching experience, two words. So we've looked at two targets, now we've moved on to the third target and again they introduce that, they say, right, my third target was do further reading on discipline and that's written for you, that is the third target. So we want to know what work has been completed. The tutor says, oh yes, I mentioned a couple of writers, didn't I? So the tutor talks about the writers. And in the table, we've got the name called, it's Banerjee and Ericsson. So we've got two writers, capital letters, Banerjee and Ericsson. The first thing she says is, yes, I got hold of Banerjee and I thought that was excellent. So in the table, it says red Banerjee. So you can cross that off, done that. Then it says NB could not find Ericsson's essays on managing the something. Couldn't find Ericsson's essays on managing the something. So she says, but here's your signal. I'm afraid. Another signal. It's the negative language. But I'm afraid I didn't, negative language, you've got three clues there. But I'm afraid I didn't manage to get hold of the essays about classroom management. You know, the ones by Simon Erickson. So she didn't get the essays about classroom management. Now, this is interesting. In the table, it says about managing the, and then the answer, of course, is classroom. So, notice what they've done to the grammar there. They've changed classroom management in the listening to managing the something, the classroom, in the questions. So if you wrote classroom management there, you would lose a point because grammatically it doesn't fit. You can't say managing the classroom management. So you have to manipulate that a little bit um, quite quickly as you're listening. Then it moves on to the further action suggested and that is done for you. So we don't need to look at that. Then there's a slight pause, gives you a chance to catch your breath and it goes on to new targets. So this table, again, three columns, new targets, specific suggestions and timing. So timing is really the deadline when she has to do this. So we're looking for new targets and the tutor says exactly that. She says, so... Even that is a signal. Let's look, that is a signal, at some new targets. We'll start by having a chat about your chapter one. I very much enjoyed reading it. Your written style is very clear. You've included lots of descriptions of education in your target area. I've just got a couple of suggestions for some additional work. So she's introducing, this is where I'm going to tell you 
um, what your new target is. In the table, it says give the title. And the, the title is half written. How do we know it's a title? Well, it's in italics. And the italics is written context something. So we're listening for a title called context something. Um, so we've had the signal. I've got a couple of suggestions for some additional work. And Sandy says, could I just ask, what do you think I should call it? So she's telling you, what do you think the title should be? She's telling you the answers coming next. Well, the tutor says, that's a signal that the answer is next. Well, I'd go for something like context review. And that is the answer, review. Um, move on to the next column and here are the specific suggestions. In the table it says add statistics on the something in various zones. Add statistics on the something in various zones. So again the signal is just now. The tutor says now. As regards specific areas to work on, that's the title of the column, specific areas, I'd be quite interested to have a few more statistics, that's in the table, about the schools in the different zones. So pretty easy there, the schools, plural, in the different zones, different synonym for various. Sandy says, oh, that wouldn't be a problem. I can get them from the internet. So you know then 27 is finished and you should look. There's always a little answer. Um, I mean, the, the tutor gives you the gap, then the student replies and you know the next gap is coming. So the tutor says, great. And although you did make reference to quite a few different writers, I think... You should aim, so here you've got two signals. You've got first of all the negative, although you did make a reference. I think that's another signal. You should, that's the advice coming up, aim to cite more works written later than 2000. And in the table it says include more references to works Dated after 2000 is therefore the answer. You could guess that gap was a date because it said works dated after 2000. And so you're listening for a number, but also those signals tell you that the number is coming up again at the end of the sentence. Question 29, the third column, is about the timing, the deadlines. So, wait for the question. Sandy says, hmm, that's more difficult, but I can try. When do you want that done by? That's it. She's asked the question. The tutor says, hmm, it's not urgent. I should aim for the end of term. That's it. Three words, end of of term.
And then we're back to the second target. It says, in the meantime, I think you should also be thinking about chapter two. And that comes as the second target, chapter two. That's your signal. Specific suggestions is done for you. She says, use index cards. And that comes up. She says, I always find it helpful to put some ideas on index cards. All we're listening for, though, is the timing. So here again, Sandy gives a question. She says, when would be the deadline for that? Sorry, no, she says, when would the deadline be for that? The tutor again, my advice, so she's slowing it down, get ready. My advice would be to get it done before you embark upon the research. Okay, quite formal language there. Before you embark upon the research. What does it mean? Embark upon means just start. And the last gap is before starting the something. The answer, therefore, is the research. Why do they like the word research? Well, it's one of the most common mistakes, even in my high-level students. Um, research is uncountable. There's no plural form. It's not researches. That is wrong. You can say researchers, E-R-S, for the people who do the research, but research is uncountable. So you do some research, or you say in your task two essay, research has shown. If you want a plural version, you can say studies have shown. Okay, so today that was quite a tough one to listen to, I'm sure. It would be easier if you could see it in front of you. Um, but don't worry about that. Just as you do more practice, notice, keep noticing these signals. I promise you that the signals will lead you to the answer more easily when you recognise them. Um, I'll do a few more of these, I think. They, remember, they are all related to academic study because part three is academic. So if you're doing general training or academic, you'll, you'll have to do this no matter what. So thanks for listening today. I apologise for the noise earlier. Um, if we get a nice day in the UK... Um, it's nice to sit out, but it's a bit noisy, sorry. <laughs> um, thank you very much for listening and I'll speak to you next week, hopefully. Um, let me know if you've got any requests and if you could leave me a nice review, that would be great. All for now, bye-bye.